0: In the beginning, it's more about developing the habit than it is the actual quality of the work that you're doing. Uh, I found this especially true for my artwork. If I look back to that first year, there's a lot of stuff in there where I'm like, ooh, that's embarrassing. Like, I don't know that I want anybody to see that. Um, (laughs) Skill level took a while for it to ramp up. But there does come a certain point at which the habit that you're trying to establish starts to take hold and then momentum starts to carry you so that showing up at that point at that time at which you said you were going to show up isn't as much work and then getting into your creative process doesn't take as much work because you're you're doing it so often
1: welcome to the Christian CEO podcast I know that you have many options, but you choose to spend time with me today. I really appreciate that. Today, you are in for a treat. If I ask you, what is a personal brand? What would be your answer? I want you to kind of think about that. Let me give you my definition. For me, a personal brand is just not like one-time photo shoot. Some hex color and design put together, but it's a daily practice in the principles that I believe in, and that require me, as a content creator, use my creativity, that unique one that God has granted me, God has given me, to create the content and the services in different ways, so I can serve the tribe such like you, that I am called to serve. So today we're gonna talk about what is the importance of creative habits and regardless of what you do. God recently really talking to me about creative and critical thinking are the keys to entrepreneurial success. You see, God is the ultimate creator. We are his co-creators. Our job is to bring the heavenly solutions down to the earth to solve the problems in this context in the business field. Ultimately, or fundamentally, that is what we do as entrepreneurs, right? So, we're going to talk about what are some simple and practical steps we can take to reactivate or cultivate our own creative. Habits to apply in your business. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Mike Brennan, and he is a creator and communicator telling stories on pages and stages. His artistic journey began as a boy in New York, where he would construct heartwarming greeting cards which lit up faces of his family and friends from an early age. He understood the importance of serving others through his art and bringing them value, an ethos still evident in his creative practice today. My portfolio showcases his creativity and versatility. He is known for his custom rockstar rockstar pet portraits, pop culture art, live event sketching, and graphic design. He's also the author and illustrator of three published books. He helps fellow creatives and content creators leverage simple, practical steps for establishing a daily creative habit. Mike has a solid background in design and visual arts. He studied in New York City and graduated from Fashion Institute of Technology and the School of Visual Arts. Also, he has such a faith journey story. I cannot wait for you to hear about it. Now, before we chat with Mike, I want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by the coming workshop in May. We're gonna talk about the trifactor to accelerate your expert-based coaching and consulting business. We have three workshops planned out for you. The first workshop, we're gonna talk about how to position you to profit. Why the essential model is the way for you to have a solid foundation for profit generating. The second workshop is one of the most overlooked but most important elements in your journey. We're gonna talk about time budgeting. We're gonna make the time serves you, not the other way around. We're gonna help you to map out the next 12 months between your life and the business launches. The third workshop is answer one of the most frequent asked questions. Kelly, what kind of content should I be creating not only attract followers but buyers? This workshop will answer that question for you. How to create the pillar contents to attract your buyers? If you are interested. In attending this workshop, please email us at podcast at kellybother.com. Then we will email you back the details. Just put the subject line workshop. Okay. So now let's check with Mike. Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Kelly, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Well, uh, you guys, when you're listening to this podcast and hopefully later on, maybe you can go to a YouTube channel where we repurpose it uh, because there are two pieces of art right now behind Mike. It is so nice. It's so beautiful. But, you know, if you are listening to the audio, obviously you cannot see it. And this is the whole purpose uh, why I inviting Mike come to the podcast interview in the introduction you guys already know how awesome he is but now there's nothing can compare that Mike himself uh, share about his own journey and we met each other at a recent uh, Mike Kim's uh, conference, the event and you know, it's a really small world and we just found that we also know you know our dear sister share mine all together you know so guys, personal brand that mean, you <laughs> cannot behave bad now that's such a small world you just never know <laughs> who you who you meet up with and end up you'll know each other yeah okay joking aside mike take away that kind of share with us what is your journey i know that's got to an interesting story there uh become such accomplished artist today
0: yeah, that, that is, uh, it is quite a journey. Um, as I was saying earlier, it's kind of windy and there's a lot of parts to it, but I'll be as succinct as possible. Um, I was definitely one of those kids who knew that I wanted to be an artist when I was, you know, early on. And I was always drawing things and creating greeting cards for family members. And I wouldn't have put it in these words, obviously, because when you're a kid, you're just doing things because you enjoy doing them. You don't really think about anything beyond that. But as, as I looked back, it was, oh, I really enjoy creating things that help people, that maybe bring a smile, that somehow serve people, and so I wanted to do more and more of that. Uh, fast forward, went to art school in New York City and graduated with a graphic design degree, went into uh, design and advertising world, and spent many years kind of bouncing around in different really large corporate agencies, um, and then some smaller um, magazine companies. Um, so I had a wealth of experience from that aspect of just being in a huge department with a lot of resources to being really like the only person in the a department and being real scrappy, <laughs> right? Trying to figure out how to get things done. Um, but somewhere along the way, probably a good 10 to 12 years in, I started to have this feeling that I was just not really feeling satisfied with the work that I was doing on an inner level. Um, I enjoyed what I was doing, enjoyed who I was working with. There was a little bit of the deadline machine kind of kept rolling. And so every two weeks there was a new deadline, pump out new work. I felt like I didn't really have a chance to enjoy what it was that I had just created and had to move on. And at the same time, there was this other part of me that was very much plugged into my home church and serving and, you know, being with people. And that was the thing that was really kind of lighting me up and where I felt more passionate about um and so i came to this crossroads where i was thinking maybe i need to leave design maybe it's full-time ministry um and so again another long story short um god provided some avenues for me to move forward in that um ended up leaving design world uh making a move And going into full-time ministry and what I call like the slash job, which is basically like, you know, nursery slash college ministry slash worship leading slash 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 like all the stuff that either nobody wants to do or the things that just have to get done that you just have to figure out how to put that into a job description, (laughs) right? Yes. So... Um, I spent a while doing that. I was working with my best friend who I grew up with. Uh, There was an evening service that was a little bit more, let's say, rock and roll church, uh, which was more of what was attracting youth in college and, um, you know, some other families who were just really, it really spoke to them where they were at. Um, And so that kind of took off, it grew. And eventually we ended up starting our own church. Uh, me and my friend. And um, that thing took off like a rocket. It was crazy. We had five services on a Sunday. God did amazing things of like giving us a building uh, along with all his assets from a church that was folding. Um, I mean, many, many stories of lives changed, um, but it was intense. And I had also taken on a lot of roles and responsibilities that were really not in my gifting. And about five years into it, um, I started suffering from depression And it really was weighing on me because I didn't know what was wrong because outwardly everything should have been great. People are like this, the the church is thriving. This is amazing. You're working with your best friend. You have family, you have like, everything's taken care of, but I had denied my creativity. Um, I had spent 10 years basically where I didn't create anything, uh, do any art at all. And I underestimated not leaning into who I was created to be in that. And I was trying on a lot of roles and responsibilities that weren't really mine to own. And that compounded with, you know, when you have family and friends and faith um, finances, everything all in the same bowl, when one thing starts to unravel, it affects everything else. And so I found my myself in this place of suffering from depression Knowing that I needed to leave, not sure what I was going to go to because I kind of felt chewed up from ministry. And then also felt like I was left behind a little bit from the marketplace of graphic design because 10 years is a long time, especially with technology. And so I didn't really know where that left me um, other than to just be very open handed and go, God, like, I need you to come into this mess and lead me someplace. Like, wh- where do you want me to go? I'll go anywhere. Literally, that's what I said. I'm putting it all on the table. You tell me where to go. And God said, Go to New Jersey. And I said, God, I said, anywhere. I'll go anywhere, anywhere you want me to go. (laughs) Um, But all kidding aside, there was a church that actually needed a graphic designer. And so it kind of brought both worlds together. And I ended up taking that position. And it was humbling because I was no longer in a place where I was in authority or leadership. Uh, I was in a cubicle that was serving and doing design. And and just lending creativity, but it was also a blessing because it was God saying, Hey, we need to pull the car over on the side of the road. We need to get some health. We need to get some perspective. And that's not going to happen if you continue to try and run and run and run. And so I had to learn to embrace that season as hard as it was. And it was during that season that I was journaling and I was just trying to get healthy, going to therapy and, and just really looking to go, okay, how do I get out of this place of depression? Um, uh, So much loss, so much grief. And I remember coming across this book that was called um, The Creative License by Danny Gregory. And in this book, he talks about a few things that really landed on me. One was that um, if you're looking for perfection in your drawings, he's like, take a photograph. Um, He's like, because there's something about the weirdness and the wonkiness and the imperfection of your drawing that actually is more endearing and it may actually be your style. And so I had to learn how to embrace that because that's my struggle was like, I didn't think I was a great artist because I couldn't do photorealism as a style. That was the benchmark for some reason that was always championed. And so I convinced myself that I wasn't a real artist. I could be a designer, um, but I couldn't be a real artist. And so I had to confront that lie. And practically speaking, I knew that I needed to get back to my art because I wanted a place of joy again. I wanted to create something just because it made me happy, not to like have it be somebody's product or somebody else's business idea or whatever, or sell it, but just simply create because it brought me joy. And I wasn't sure how to get back to that place. Honestly, I didn't know if I could, um, after being away for 10 years. And so, I came across this idea of this 365-day art-making journey where every single day you show up and you do something. And what the something is, it's up to you. So I thought to myself, well, let's try this. Let's blow the dust off the art supplies. Uh, I opened up a sketchbook and went to a Starbucks and drew this Starbucks coffee cup. And it was horrible. It was embarrassing. Um, It was, the proportions were wrong. And it was just, you know, I thought to myself, if anybody knew I went to art school and they saw this, they would be like, dude, what happened? You know, Um, but I decided that day that it was going to be day one. And so I wrote at the top day one and I closed the book and I said, tomorrow is a new day. It's day two, I'm going to show up again. And so what I started to do was just figure out, okay, if I only have 15 minutes a day, Because I'm working another job, I have family responsibilities, I have all these other things going on. But if I truly want to get back to this place of creativity, um, then I need to prioritize for it. And so 15 minutes a day, if that's all I can muster, uh, even energy-wise, then that's what I'm going to do. Because 15 minutes a day is better than nothing. And so I leaned into that journey, ended up doing um, a whole year and figuring out some things I liked, some things I didn't like, tried different mediums. I had a place to basically play and experiment and get to know myself again in a way that I hadn't in a long time. And eventually, after I got to the end of the year, I said, Okay, now what, and I'm like, I don't think I'm done. So I kept going, um, I kept pushing into it. And as of, you know, this past month, I have reached 10 years of every single day showing up doing a drawing or painting some piece of artwork. And through that process, I learned my style, I learned my voice, I learned a couple of principles that I thought, hey, this isn't just for me, but this is for other creative people um, who are maybe on a similar journey, or they're trying to come back to their art, or maybe they're struggling with some consistency of showing up and creating. Um, and so through all that, it, that is really what brought me back was this idea of, I want to do this because it's important to me, it brings me joy. You know?
1: Wow. I don't know, you guys It's um, listen with the ears like while I'm listening, you know, it's so many things apply to business. You know, mm-hmm. um, as, you, know you guys know this is a business podcast, but you know, a lot, so many life principles, I mean, principles apply to both life and business. What might just mention uh, there's so many golden nuggets that one is, you know, you had such a courage when you were outwardly looked like you were in the mountaintop, but you know inwardly you were kind of dying, yes, piece by piece. You had the courage to say, "Okay, Lord, everything is now on the table. You know, I know I need to change, so where i sh- where should I be doing? Where should mm-hmm. I go?" And I think, I hope that some of you that you you are listening to this, you probably are in that position. And I hope this encourages you knowing that God never will. God is always there waiting for you, Mm -hmm. waiting for you to support you. And the other thing I love about it, (laughs) when you talk about that coffee cup, our yeah. proportion and thing, you know, Mike, I'm terrible at, draw, at drawing <laughs> anything, okay, since I was little. I just don't have those talent. While uh, my younger brother and now my son, you know, uh they could draw, you know. So I was thinking when I was pictured that that coffee cup you 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 drew, I was thinking, if that were me. <laughs> I guess the public couple circle and try to put a year on, you know, but again, it's that that's not important part, right? It's right. you show up exactly. and there are so many things in business is like, for example, video, right? We don't necessarily like what we ourselves look like from a camera or sound like in the podcast. But the key is if that's your assignment of this season, your visibility, it's your responsibility. Yeah. You, got, you got to have to show up and day one will look different than day 365, right? And now Absolutely. for him, it's 2000 something, you know, uh, pieces out, you know, hour later, it's looked very differently because Mike him hired him to do the you know to sketch um, uh, during the conference and the words awesome and you guys should go to his Instagram okay even me inside when I cross my feet (laughs) (laughs) it's so lively so Mike I want to ask you though uh, I love what you just mentioned um, about you it's through that process that journey that you you got your voice and style back through Mm -hmm. your daily practice okay so for me uh, if I apply to you know personal brand-based coach consultants you know uh, business here uh, personally I believe that it's like our brand our personal brand for me it's not the one time set up a website, you have mm-hmm. some photo shoot some photo. Oh, my color scheme is this hex number and that hex number. Uh, but it's really a daily practice upon the principles that I believe in. For me, that is the, my personal brand, what's standing for. So that's why it really, what you just said, it really spoke to me a lot. So can you kind of elaborate on um, daily practice?
0: Yeah. Through it to
1: finding our voice and style.
0: Yes. Um, And and you're right. It's It's basically how we show up in the world, right? And it's knowing ourselves enough to know what's important to us, what our values are, what we're attracted to, um, and what it is that we want to put out in the world and how we want to put it out in the world. Um, And so the only way that you really get to know that stuff is by putting in the work Um, and it's practicing self-awareness a lot through doing that work. Um, you know, an example of, of sometimes where people get caught up with this is, you know, they think all those things you mentioned, a website and photo shoot and all those things. It's easy for someone to look at something that was already done and just go, well, just copy that. Just do that. That seems to be successful. So just do that. That's a proven path forward. Um, it's akin to musicians when they're younger, learning other people's songs and, you know, cover bands. Um, hey, I really love, you know, the police, or I really love, you know, Metallica or whoever. And they go, I'm going to learn these songs and play these songs the best that I can. And while that's important in the beginning, as you're learning and as you're growing and as you're figuring things out, there comes a point at which you have to move past that if you're really going to grow and you need to write your own songs and you need to figure out your own voice and you need to figure out how to put your fingerprints all over that so that people know, oh, that's you. That's not you trying to be somebody else. And so for me, that process wasn't something that I intentionally set out to do, quite honestly. It was, again, me going, I need joy. I need health. I need to not be depressed. Um, But through showing up, it was playing. It was experimenting. And it was a certain amount of freedom that I had. And it was okay because I knew... Nobody has to see this. Nobody has to weigh in on this. I'm not checking in with a committee. Um, there's no money on the line with this, um, you know. So for me, th- there was that element that was enabled me to do this as a personal thing. But it also affected me professionally because it was through that process. Um, and again, you know, we can't put creativity in a box, right? It affects yeah. all of life. Exactly. So. What was happening in my personal life bled over into my professional life because it informed it. It said, oh, I tried these different things and I figured out I don't like to do, you know, floral paintings. I don't like to do, you know, whatever types of medium. Um, and the more that I leaned into that, the more experimented, the more data I had, and so I could then apply that to go, okay, here's really what lights me up. Here's the things that I really love to do and how I love to do them. And so the discovering voice and style was really almost more like a, a, an uncovering. Um, it was, oh, I was always told and championed that you should do highly rendered type of work, you know, photorealistic. Uh, again, that's that's the thing that always seemed to be the benchmark, especially in art schools. And when I would try to do those things, I would get frustrated. I would be frustrated in the process. i would I would not be happy with the end result. and I will always feel like it just was never good enough. And then I didn't feel confident in my ability. And then I realized, oh, well, actually, I'm a mess. Um, <laughs> I like making a mess. And what happens if I actually embrace that? What happens if I intentionally made more paint splatters? If I intentionally smudge something, if I intentionally just go so far the other way and I realize like, oh, that's actually where I'm most comfortable and most confident is when I can employ those things on purpose, knowing that that's actually tied to my voice and my style. Um, I am not somebody who is very prim and proper and looking to be, you know, I'm, I'm casual, I'm, I'm more organic. Uh, and again, I like the mess. I like to be able to utilize that to um, to have conversations about things that are real and authentic and vulnerable. And so that goes right along with it. And and I wouldn't have known that about myself had I not put in the work. Had I not tried different things and allowed myself to play.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, it's again, if we put that apply to our life and business right uh moments ago right Mike mentioned that when that moment he had the courage to tell god say okay here i am now i know i need to change uh tell me what to do where to go but it, the rest wouldn't happen if my did not take the action did not show up right so It's, if you are in your business, you feel a little bit stuck or feel stagnant, you know, um, creative habit is not only apply for artists, quote-unquote artists, because I Mm -hmm. think sometimes we we think about artists, uh, right? We think about, okay, you know, awesome people like Mike, you know, I mean, for me, they are a real I mean, they can just draw. <laughs> they can draw. Or some musicians, somehow they can write songs, right? Um, but remember, God is ultimate creator. Mm-hmm. And he created us. And so we are creative. It just Absolutely. in a very different ways, right? And um, critical and creative thinking is one of the key now in the marketplace needed the most, but it's also very few people willing to do it. Just what you heard from Mike, boy to the bone, the journey is about self-awareness, right? Uh, Basically, we need to have a courage to face ourselves with brutal honesty. And I always say that, you know, uh, the deeper self awareness you are willing to accept, the faster you will grow. Mm. And Mike basically just proved that. So now I wanna ask Mike so, what are some simple and practical steps that we can take to maybe reactivate or cultivate our own creative habits?
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned about that. We're all creative. Cause I believe that too. I think that most people, when they think of creativity, you're right. They think of, you know, artists, painters, musicians, the obvious expressions of creativity, but somebody who knows how to organize something really well can approach that with a creative mind to know how to make things fit and flow. Um, I don't have that skill, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, You know, somebody else may be really creative when it comes to budgeting. uh, And I don't mean illegally, right? Um, But, you know, we all have these different abilities and talents and and our creativity can be expressed in that way. Even the way that you make dinner, the way that you decorate your house, um, the way that you you schedule things. Um, Creativity can come out in in a myriad of different ways. And so when we're talking about business, even a lot of this is, creating products or creating services and creating um, you know, content that goes along with that. right? And so I've done that as well because it's not solely just my visual art, but I have other things that I offer. And so I've had to figure that part out um, more of the entrepreneurial journey. right? And so the things that I discovered on my artistic journey actually do apply for any type of creation. And the three things I talk about mainly are, um, that I discovered from my own journey is, the first thing is is start small. Uh, I think so many times we think we need to have hours and hours of time to be able to block out, to create something. And when we don't have access to that, we end up doing nothing. And so we put off thinking, next weekend or next month, I have this block of time and that's when I'll sit. But then the problem comes that we wait for that time and then we don't feel inspired in that time or there are other life events that happen or if we need certain supplies or things to gather to help us create something, we spend half our time trying to find things, set things up, all the rest of that. And then by the time we get to actually the creating time, we're wiped out. We have no energy left or no motivation. So, it's starting small and being consistent, right? So for me, I said 15 minutes a day, it doesn't seem like much, but 15 minutes deposited daily over time makes a big difference. We understand this when it comes to like um, going to the gym, you know, uh, or watching what we eat, those kind of things. We understand, yes, I can't just eat everything on this table right now and keep doing that because there are going to be effects and we will see those effects. Um, but somehow because creativity seems a little more ethereal and slippery, it's hard for us to think about it in the same terms, but the, the, the same applies where if we show up 15 minutes a day, make some deposits along the way, if that's all we can muster, then build up time as you can go. If it's a lunch hour, if it's time before anyone gets up in the morning or when everybody goes to bed at night, block out some times, right? And so that's the second thing is schedule it, um, put it on your calendar, So that you know you will show up. Treat it like an important appointment. Because especially early on when you're first trying to establish this, because what happens is, again, life happens, it gets in the way, motivation wanes, um, our intentions aren't enough for us to show up and actually put the work in. And so if we put it on the calendar, like we would an important uh, appointment, then we know it's there. I know where I'm going to show up for this. I know when I'm going to show up for it. And now all I have to do is actually show up and put the work in. And again, if it's a half hour, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever that time block is, just be committed to that. And then rinse and repeat the next day and so on and so forth. Um, In the beginning, it's more about developing the habit than it is the actual quality of the work that you're doing. Uh, I found this especially true for my artwork. If I look back to that first year, there's a lot of stuff in there where I'm like, ooh, that's embarrassing. Like, I don't know that I want anybody to see that. Um, (laughs) Skill level took a while for it to ramp up. But there does come a certain point at which the habit that you're trying to establish starts to take hold. And then momentum starts to carry you. So that showing up, At that point, at that time at which you said you were going to show up, isn't as much work. And then getting into your creative process doesn't take as much work because you're you're doing it so often. Um, And so a lot of the barriers and resistance starts to be worn down and then you start to put in the work. And then as you know, you have to do a lot of bad work before you get to some good work. Um, And so this gives you a process and a system to be able to employ, to be able to do that. And so if it's writing copy for a course or recording videos or blog posts, whatever it is that you want to accomplish for your business, uh, the same principles apply. So it's start small, schedule it. And the third thing I talk about is celebrate your wins. And this is something that I have to constantly remind myself to do because I stink at this. Um, I'm always looking towards that next thing, right? Um, It's, I created this. This is great. Okay. Okay. Do whatever I'm doing with it, but now on to the next thing. How can I grow more? How can I push the barrier more? How What's the next project? What's the next opportunity? And when you live like that too long, you rob yourself of the opportunity to celebrate where you've been and how far you've come. And for me, that meant practically, I'm going to create a collage of images that shows the entire year that I just completed, right? So I just finished 10 years, right? So the 10th year, I have an image that has every single piece of artwork all in one little collage. And so some of them are pretty small. And then what I do is I take that and I add it to all the years combined. And so I have one image. It's actually my Facebook cover profile thing. And it's these microscopic images, you can't even tell what they are. But it's because that's every single piece of artwork I've done over the past 10 years. And when I stop, and I look at that. And then when I show that to people, they're like, Oh, my gosh, like, that's crazy. And I'm like, Yeah, that is crazy. Like, I forgot, I forget in the moment, you're just doing and doing and doing. And then again, if you don't stop and celebrate, you forget, to celebrate your journey as well as what it is that you're actually trying to accomplish. So um, those are three things that I have employed um, throughout my whole daily art making process and have transferred that over into even my business ideas and things I'm trying to do and kind of more in the entrepreneurial realm as well.
1: I really love it. It reminds me, uh, I think when this podcast hit five years, uh, so we, I kind of want to create, uh, you know, my team said, "Oh, we need to create something kind of just celebrate, it. you know, it's the fifth year," and we just kind of get the small clips from all the episodes, and we suddenly when we put like pictures, you know, all the awesome people we have been with, and then was like, "Oh, yeah. is that is that many people? Is, is that that many relationship? Is that you know?" the life in touch and all that and I think I just I just love what you just share you know uh, that's three simple principles and when you were sharing right for mine it's the art pieces right so for you if you are like me you know uh you know I cannot draw much but for me probably can thinking can think of if you say hey Kelly I have I, I know I need to go on video more and um, you know you can do this you can say I come in five minutes I go live every day you know yeah. um, now on. and then guess what when you go live you go social media you can stay in a private setting nobody can see you actually if you like that but the first 10 days may be horrible but the the more you go on, then you can start to see. Oh, the flow is this. Okay, maybe next time I can do a little thing here. Will make my process a little bit easier. Everything. This is a compound effect, right? This is a compound yeah. effect. So, I just hope this episode, though, guys, that will really to again encourage you, willing to reactivate that creative thinking, and use whatever way. That you know in your field is creative because that is what God align. You God already put the gifts and talents inside of you, uh, in a very specific way. And if you don't show up, it's almost like now we are we are waiting here. We are leg of one gift because you did not show up, right? Uh, Mike, I also want to take this opportunity that you let us know before we wrap up that what kind of work now you do, because. Uh, So we kind of understand uh, a little bit more because I know that you do awesome like sketches for the conference, right? Yeah. And uh, what else, what what else you do?
0: Yeah. So pardon the pun, but I have the, the portfolio approach, right? So it's, Um, I do graphic design still. That's that's still a main uh, part of my business where I do logos, branding, marketing materials, uh, things like that. And then I also do illustrations, like you said, as far as even live events. I'll go and tell the story of what's happening at the event as it's unfolding by doing these sketches and sharing them on social media. And there's all sorts of other options that can come from there. Um, I also do um, some, I just launched a, a service called Sketch Headshot and where I could basically do that same style uh, for anyone who wants the illustration as a headshot to be able to use either for their website or for social media accounts avatars things like that um, So you know a lot of times it's it grabs people's attention um, and then you know I also do uh, some speaking and uh, some a uh, little bit of coaching and um, you know really, starting to move into the space also of talking about uh, mental health and creativity. Mm. And so that's kind of what's next on my horizon is leaning more into that, um, getting some more speaking opportunities around that, sharing a little more in depth, my own experiences and struggles around mental health and creativity and going, you know, there's depression, anxiety, burnout, these things are on the rise right now. And especially what we've lived through with COVID um, being in isolation. And what do you do when you still have to show up? and do your work, your creative work, which is very much tied to your identity and, and who you are as a person. And yet who you are as a person is struggling with a lot of these deeper issues. And so uh, I'm starting to talk a little bit more about those things as well. Um, so yeah, portfolio approach.
1: That's that's awesome. I love, uh, especially you mentioned about uh, the mental health and mm-hmm. that pretty much is exactly if we don't align online- who we are that like how God created us to be even when you are outwardly look like a mountaintop but inwardly that you are suffering uh so much and eventually you know uh that's where burnout comes that's where you know uh all other terrible consequence comes so mm-hmm. um last question can you tell me what are the reasons that people should consider why you just mentioned your new service about the sketches for the, the avatar or, you know, for, yeah. for, the, yeah, for the social media?
0: Yeah, so the sketch headshots. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, sketch so headshot. yes. yeah, com is where you can find out some more info about that. But um, it is a unique way for you to be positioned. Uh, A lot of times, again, I go back to the the statement that I said before, where we look at what other people have done, right? We look at the the photo shoots and the styles and all the filters and whatnot that people have put on their photos. And we go, okay, that's good enough, or that has a proven track record of whatever. And we just kind of slap it up there because we know we need something, right? Um, This gives you a unique opportunity to have something that's hand-drawn. And is scroll stopping. Uh, That's what I consider it because so much is the same. So much is that clean corporate vibe, which is great, but it gets lost in the mix. And so I think it gives a little more personality. And I also do some design where I actually marry the corporate style with the sketchy style. Uh, to have this blend where it still looks very professional and very much for the marketplace, but also has an approachability to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel so stiff and cold. Um, and so it's great for, again, like you said, you know, about pages on websites, social media, avatars, or you know, if you have a remote team and you're looking for some continuity across all the photos, you know, sometimes that's an issue, right? Who has a plant in the background, who has gray background, who has <laughs> yeah. a red background, you know, um, this gives the ability to create something that is, um, you know, seamless and uh, and again, unique and give a little more personality to some things. So, and as well, even if somebody's not interested for themselves, perhaps for the right context, they can always get it for a friend or a coworker. So that's an option as well.
1: Yeah, I love it. And guys, so you hear that, you know, we will surely put the links, uh, all my links in the show notes. Uh, Mike, so verbally, just tell us that where people can find you or you are where you are most active that can connect with you.
0: Yeah, as far as social media, most active on uh, Instagram, I'm at Mike Bone. B-O-N-E. And uh, I post there still uh, usually daily. I'm not necessarily chronicling my daily art there anymore, but I am talking about some more of these mental health issues and creativity. Um, But people can certainly connect with me there. And uh, my main website is mikebrennan.me, M-E. And from there, that's kind of the directory and portal where you can get to the event sketching or the sketch headshots or my design website uh, or my illustrations. That's
1: awesome I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today Mike and uh, looking forward to seeing more hours from you
0: Thank you Kelly I re- really really appreciate it
1: how have you enjoyed the episode I hope that this episode encourages you to put some time aside every day even just five 10 15 minutes to cultivate that daily practice and kind of reactivate your creative habits again. So you will be able to create a whole lot more impact that God has called you. For those of you that if you are interested in the workshop series we just mentioned, this series of workshop precisely is for that goal to help you to reactivate your creative and critical thinking, which are so keys to entrepreneurial success. If you're interested, again, just email us at podcast at kellyfather.com. Put the subject line, workshop. Then we will email you the details. Because it's only for those people that God is tapping on your shoulders. You know, now is the time for you. You might feel that your runway is a bit shorter. Let's say your age is 40 and above, but God is calling you out about to accelerate your journey. You got to take action just what my say in this episode. I cannot wait to meeting you in the workshops. I will see you in the next episode.